What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the JV Show NFL Weeks 4 to 6 recap. A lot has gone down ever since week three. We had a confusing start to the NFL season, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, it's continued to keep us on our toes. I mean, a lot of different things have happened. We've seen a lot of teams just on the downfall and a few teams kind of on the uprise, a few teams we didn't expect. So we're going to be discussing all of that today. Once again, I'm your host, Johnny Vianos, and I'd like to introduce for the second episode on our NFL podcast here, Luke Shepard. Luke, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah. Good, man. I appreciate appreciate you for coming on tonight. Going to have a great discussion. I will know last episode was a great one. So can't wait to have you back on. And for the first time in a while, my other buddy, Mr. Mike Petrulakis over here. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. Man, thanks for coming on. I hope you guys are happy to be here. I hope you guys are excited to speak talk about some NFL today and again as I mentioned we're talking about NFL weeks four to six we're recapping basically what happened and again I want to start off the episode with that one question about like what did we learn from weeks four to six so Luke I'll go to you here what's that one standout thing that you've learned from these past three weeks of football um of how much injuries are impacting teams uh, like the Dolphins are extremely like they've been hurt all season. Obviously, Tua just came back, but they still lost in London to Jacksonville. And you know, injuries are really impacting teams that you know were like winning teams last year. Like the Dolphins were ten and six, Colts were or no, yeah, Dolphins were ten and six, Colts were eleven and five, and now they're two and four and one and five. And these teams, you know, they're they're both injured, and there are multiple teams that are you know super hurt. Like they're just full of injuries right now. And this is, and you know, that's been impacting so many teams and it shows how much depth matters in, in the league. And um, I'll say that, you know, I think one also thing about a specific player and team that we have learned is that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are like back. No doubt. Compared to like, I think they're like they're 14 and two year. Right. I think of them as right now. They look so good, including, and they've been hurt. And they were a team that's, you know, like those teams, they thought they had depth, but then they're two and four and one and five. And the Ravens, they have a bunch of injuries and they have depth. And that's why they're one, uh, five and one. 100%. Yeah. The Ravens actually were a team that I was really skeptical about uh, heading into the season. I still don't think that they have talented receivers enough to take them to the Super Bowl. I still think they're lacking there, but the way Lamar is playing right now, he could literally lead them to the Super Bowl just by himself. They started the season with that crazy Raiders game, but ever since then, they've kind of taken off in this week, beating the Chargers, you know, kind of making a statement to everybody else saying, you know, like, we're here, we're a team in the AFC that can seriously contend for a championship. Mike, I'll go to you next. Um, What have you learned from weeks four to six of watching the NFL? I've learned how much mobile quarterbacks can have an impact on the game. You know, usually teams load the box, just expecting the running game, but like with the read options in handy, you have to account for the mobile quarterbacks. Like you look at the Cardinals are undefeated with Kyler Murray. Um, Lamar and the Ravens are like looking great with the mobile quarterback. I think it's so hard for defenses, especially in man coverage to account for that. I think it could win you a lot of games and impact the offense positively. No, no, a hundred percent. I mean, last year, uh, team that I really liked, the Colts, they were lacking mobility. It was Phillip Rivers out there. I mean, the guy was wheeling around in a wheelchair. I 
and they that seriously cost them the year. I mean, I think they could have made a decent run. Um, but that's something I also wanted to bring up is the defense play this year. I've found that the defenses this year have just been flat out unstoppable. I mean, they've been fantastic. There's fantasy defenses, a handful of them that are posting 10, 12 points every single week. Like you don't even need to stream defenses anymore at this point. Um, Dallas Cowboys to name one Trayvon Diggs having a great stat season as far as I can see seven interceptions two touchdowns so far but there's been plenty plenty of big and honestly I I really am surprised with how well the defenses have been playing so that's one standout thing for me so far this season so um, now let's kind of transition here I know Mike you mentioned Kyler and the Cardinals Luke I want to talk about the Cardinals with you for a second they are currently the only undefeated team in the league are they the best team in the league in your eyes Uh, absolutely right now um, just because right now the Chiefs with you know, all the turnover problems and the Ravens are good, but like you said, they're weak, the receiving core. Buffalo just lost to Tennessee. Those teams that I thought could contend in the Rams, you know, they lost to Arizona. So I can't really say that they're better than them. And then Tampa lost to the Rams and the Rams lost to Arizona. So I'm like, not sure. I think the Rams, uh, you know, the Cardinals right now are, you know, with how well they're playing in the teams that they're beating, they just beat Cleveland at Cleveland. Like that's so difficult. Even even with the injuries, I mean that's a hard game to win. That's dog pound. And Kyler Murray, top three MVP candidate right now, uh, easily. And the Cardinals, yeah, right now in my eyes, they're the best team in the league. They are playing like it. They they've they've just been unstoppable. I mean the team has been fantastic. Kyler again MVP candidate, no doubt. That defense has been playing great. Their additions, AJ Green, Rondale Moore, have all proved to be big assets to the team. Mike, you think the Cardinals are the best team in the league right now? Absolutely. The thing with last year, the offense was great for the Cardinals, but they couldn't get together on defense. Now this year, the defense is amazing. You see them add J.J. Watt. They've been making it like huge plays. Like they shut out the Browns offense last week. So I think so with that defense improving, of course, they're hands down the best team in the league. Right. So now like kind of transitioning into my next point here, the Bucs. The Bucs last year's Super Bowl winner, still a very talented team. Do you like that matchup with Kyler and the Cards offense against that strong Bucks defense? You think that Kyler could take that defense down and win them an NFC championship type game? Of course they can. Like you saw week one in the season, Dallas and Dak Prescott pick apart the Bucks defense and almost pull out a win. So I see like absolutely the Cardinals could definitely keep up with that Bucks defense. No, a hundred percent. Like I, I think right now for me, I seriously, I just don't want to put my money against Brady as much as I think the Cardinals are a fantastic team. I think the Bucs are also contending, of course, with them. And if Brady, when the playoffs come around, we truly see what teams are like. We really don't know because Kyler, of course, I don't think he's actually had any playoff experience. So that'll kind of be something to look out for as we near the end of the season. But we're in the middle right now. So I want to talk about a few teams that are kind of on the edge of making the playoffs if the season ended right now. So Luke, uh, let's talk about the AFC here. Patriots, Browns, Chiefs, Colts, Raiders. Browns and Chiefs, two names that you wouldn't have expected at the beginning of the season to be in this conversation. Which team, which single team out of those five that I listed 
are you thinking still has a very, very good shot at the playoffs? Which team out of those five do you think is a guarantee to make this year's playoffs? Well, obviously the Chiefs, like they're obviously a guarantee to make the playoffs this year. Am I like I, I there's no way that they don't make the playoffs and the Browns are a near guarantee. But then like those are such gimmies that I want to bring up, you know, obviously like the Raiders, the Colts and the Patriots, like you said, you know, those teams. I think the Colts are have a really good shot at making like one of those like that one in five year run again because Carson Wentz is just getting more and more efficient. He's getting more and more integrated with the offense and the Colts, you know, they're about to play San Francisco Sunday night tomorrow or not tomorrow, next week, and they, um, and I just think that with, even though they have injuries, I mean, uh, they just, you know, Paris Campbell, who had a big touchdown last week, he is probably out for the season now, Um, but Michael Pittman Jr. is one of the best young star wide receivers in the league, and they are really a, they're a team that can really make a push, and that if they get in the playoffs, they can be dangerous, really dangerous. The Raiders, I'm not too sure about because yeah. the Raiders are really like, you know, the coaching, obviously the John Gruden issue, um, and the coaching. I'm not sure how far they can go with it, and if the drama will be able to just like blow by and they'll be able to make it to the playoffs. And the Patriots, I'm not confident in at all I'm right now. Actually, Mac Jones is good, but I just don't think that they have the pieces to make the playoffs right now. No, yeah, the Raiders, uh, we haven't really talked too much about that or the whole Urban Meyer situation on the show. Um, I've kind of held it off for like a big kind of event like this. And I don't want to dive too much into it, but John Gruden, he, wow. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, at first I was like, okay, like a few emails, obviously they were offensive, yeah. but I was like, you know, I've seen people slip by with stuff like this as coaching and then it kept rolling in 2011 to 2018. He's basically put his career in jeopardy, but also his life. I mean, people know him for this right now. One of the most idiotic moves in football. And Urban Meyer's partying. I mean, this guy, all the attention yeah. is taken away from him. He's he's celebrating right now, so he cannot be happier. Yeah. But again, the Jags are suffering, so I don't see him staying there for long. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of the AFC. Now, Mike, let's move over to the NFC with you. Green Bay Packers this week against the Bears. Rodgers had that final touchdown, screaming to the fans, I own you. He's clearly hyped up. What are your thoughts on the Packers this season? You think that they are going to be the NFC champions? I definitely think they have a shot at being the NFC champions. You see, like, with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, that one-two punch at running back, like, few teams are going to be able to stop that. And I think they don't look that much different from last year. So I'm really confident. Of course you have like Arizona, you have the Rams, you have tough teams in that conference, but I think they could definitely make a run. I see nothing holding back from last year. No, no, I agree. I think, listen, like there's, they've changed nothing from last year. I think Rogers is still the same quarterback. People doubted him week one. That's week one. I mean, famous Jameis had, 40 fantasy points and look where he is now, right? He's not playing all that well. Um, Rogers, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, as you mentioned, the defense could use a little bit of work, but Rogers to Adams, probably the best connection in the NFL right now. Nobody's going to stop that. So I see them and the Bucks probably matching up, you know, in the playoffs at some point. Again, we also have the Cardinals there, the Rams. So a loaded conference this year. It's been super fun. Mike, let's stick with the NFC here now. Saints, Panthers, 49ers, and Vikings, all teams kind of 
sitting at mediocre records right now, which one of those four teams do you think is a guarantee for the playoffs? I know you're a Vikes fan, so might be a little bit biased here, but which one of those four teams do you got as a lock for this year's playoffs? Well, you look at San Francisco, great team, but they have one of the toughest divisions in all of football. So I don't think their playoff chances are all that great, but I think the Saints, I think they have a good playoff shot. Jameis Winston, he's not doing anything crazy, but he's playing good football. And of course you have a good defense and you have a great running game and that's all you need to make a playoff run. So I think this. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with that Saints pick. Um, Panthers also in that division, Luke, I'll ask you about the Panthers here. What are your thoughts on them? Because they had a fantastic start to the season um and they've kind of fell off I, I mean they've had a few very close games but they've also lost those games which were very important you think that they could sneak into this year's playoffs with that young strong defense that they got there uh i think they absolutely can but the the eyes because i think the defense is like a lock they're going to be really really good this year and that's going to stay that way it's really just how sam Darnold does because i'm looking at the last three weeks and he's gotten so many interceptions and it's just the interceptions that are costing them games like it's not even just like unimportant interceptions it's interceptions that are costing them games and interceptions that are hurting them desperately and they are those you know, those games, obviously, like you said, they're close, but then if Darnold's not going to be, you know, big enough and make the right plays and just try to play hero ball, they're not going to be able to make the playoffs that way. And like, you know, Michael said, it's going to be more saints and, you know, somewhere else like that to make the playoffs over them in that division. Yeah. Hero ball. Great word. Sam Darnold. He's got the skill. He's got the potential. He's shown it. He has the team around him. But he's got to realize what's best for the team. You don't got to force things. And I think that they're in a position right now where the season isn't over at all. Um, unless you're like the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, you are still alive right now. The Panthers 3-3, three and three, that's a very, very good record for a team that got a new quarterback in the offseason. So I think if Darnold can just calm down, win a few more games, and again, Falcons twice this season. They got the Saints twice this season. I think that's four very winnable games for the Panthers. So for me, I still think that they got a shot at making this playoffs and possibly being a dark horse team. So that's kind of uh, my thoughts on this whole NFC battle. Of course, we got the division leaders right now, who I all think will also make the playoffs. Mike, I want to end things off here. Let's talk a little bit about that MVP race Give me a few candidates that you see winning MVP this season. We already talked about Kyler, but who else do you got in mind that you think could compete for that award? Well, I think Lamar, he's playing crazy football. On top of that, I think Herbert has had a great season. You know, last game was a bit off, but that's going to happen, of course. So I think Lamar, Herbert, and also Brady, like in his 40s, balling out better than he's ever done. So I think those top three, along with Kyler, are the most likely to win MVP. And you can't forget about Derrick Henry. Yeah. Remember the last, the last running back to win MVP, Adrian Pearson in 2012. He had 12 rushing touchdowns. Derrick Henry already has 10. So don't count him out for winning MVP. Yeah, that's just flat out ridiculous. 10 touchdowns already. Um, Mike, is it... We've only seen one defensive player win the MVP award ever, Lawrence Taylor. 
I don't, I don't think Trayvon Diggs has the, I don't even think he's going to win defensive player of the year. He's on track to win it right now, but I still think that there's other players who I think are better than him. I think he's been at the right place in the right time, but let's just say Trayvon Diggs ends the season with 13 interceptions, five touchdowns. You think that that's enough to compete for an MVP type award? Or do you think that the talent this year is just too much to kind of surpass as a player on the defense? Well, I think the MVP award is like centered around the quarterback. And I think Trayvon Diggs, even though if he has like an amazing season, I don't think it's possible for him to win the MVP as a cornerback. And you can't forget his pass coverage. Like his picks have been great. But like after that pick six versus New England, he allowed a 75-yard touchdown. Like he's doing that a lot. And he's not even guaranteed to win the defensive player of the year. I think like Miles Garrett, he leads the league in sacks. I think he's the front runner. But of course you have to give credit to Trey Diggs. He's had a great season. No, oh, yeah. Credit where credit's due. I just, I, again, I think that he's just been in the right place at the right time. I mean, that, that Pat's interception um, at the end of the game yesterday or on Sunday, honestly, that was a little bit of luck. It bounced off his fingers. Trayvon Diggs ended up with it, ended in the end zone. Then he got burnt. Um, I know it was the safety's fault as well. Like he's got to get there, but come on now, like Trayvon, like you cannot let that happen after that big play, right? Luke, um, what are your thoughts on that MVP award this year? Who do you got taking it home currently? And who do you think can be a candidate for it? Um, this is going to be slightly surprising, but I think that Patrick Mahomes is maybe my front runner. Really? Right he is. He has so many interceptions. He does. And, you know, compared to what he usually has. And, but I mean, it, I'm pretty, he's either leading the league in touchdowns or he's like right there. And he is, you know, his team is still good. They're going to get out of the mud where they're at right now. You know, they've they've lost to three good teams. You know, they've lost to three really good teams. So I don't think that they're they're in the mud. And I think that Patrick Mahomes is still maybe my front runner. But Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, those are in my top three right now. And then Herbert, just because of the game he had this week, I don't see, like, unless he can pick it up. Obviously, it's weak. But it just happened week six, so it's obviously still possible. But he, um, Herbert can definitely win it, but I'm just not 100% sure that he will win it since this is only his second year. Josh Allen's playing out of his mind, and Josh Allen's up there, like, with my those three guys that I just mentioned. Yeah, no, uh, Josh Allen, definitely. We kind of didn't talk about him with Mike there, but he's another guy that I love. Herbert, I still think, can pick it up, but that Patty Mahomes – I never want to count him out. He's one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. And yes, the Chiefs have had an extremely tough schedule this year. However, my problem with Mahomes and why I don't even think he's going to be in a top three candidate spot this year, we've seen Mahomes at his best at his 50 plus yard, 50 plus touchdown season with like six interceptions. I think it was, that was his best best of the best like that's the type of season we never see we compare it to this season and this guy fell off completely it does it, it he did fall off but when you look at the stats he has so that's the reason why for me patty mahomes he's just not going to do it this year in the chiefs i wasn't nervous at first i still think that they're going to dig themselves out dig themselves out of this hole but Oh man, like they are looking very, very shaky right now. I don't even know if they're going to win their division at this point, the way they're playing. So yeah. they clearly need to pick things up. Um, 
if they want to contend for another Super Bowl this season. But that is going to about wrap things up for tonight's episode. Obviously, you guys, we're going to bring you guys a huge episode dropping in a few weeks covering the season up to the midpoint. So we're going to have a bunch of different guests coming on. It's going to be a fantastic episode. So stay tuned for that. But again, hope you guys enjoyed tonight. Luke, thanks for coming on again, man. No problem, man. Happy to be on. Happy to have you. And Mike, thanks for coming on. I hope to have you on in the future. Thanks for having me. Anytime, boys. And everybody for listening once again, thank you very, very much for tuning in. And we will get you guys back later this week with an NBA episode. See you guys later.